Sorry. Okay. Okay. Good. We're good. All right. Hi, everybody. It's Joan Bergerson here, and we're doing the first episode of Climate Action Homes. I'm here with Stacy Gustafson and Erie, and we're going to be talking about how anybody can make a positive environmental impact with their home. And Stacy is a single mom. She has a daycare. She's done all this amazing stuff to her yard. So we're just going to see what it's, what's like. So we're going to talk to Stacy. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yes. And yeah, there's kiddos around. Children running all around. So I'm being happy. Oh, Mila, let's put the rock down though, honey. I don't want you to drop it on your toes. <laughs> All right, so we're here in in Erie, and so Stacy, I was just kind of wondering, like, how how did you end up getting this house to start with? And um, well, it just it was I got lucky, basically. What happened? Uh, well, after I got divorced, Jackson, 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 let Colton have a turn, and then you can have your turn. Thank you. Uh, I got divorced, and it was there was a lot of houses on the market. This one, I chose, one, because of the cost, two, because of the yard, because it's huge. And with having an in-home childcare, I've been doing this for 15 years, um, and with having childcare, a big yard is definitely important. Yes, thank you, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so when you came in first, um, so how how was the yard itself? Like, what oh, was? It was all grass. Every every this, this whole front section was grass. Um, I have a little front of the yard that, of course, was grass. And then the entire backyard was grass, and I did not grass. <laughs> So why, I mean, so so now that you've changed it, so tell us a little bit about that process of moving to to becoming a garden. Maybe we could walk around it oh, a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. Um, well, it was just one day I decided, uh, first I built the raised beds and they were just on top of the grass. And I started looking around and now it's fall. I need to do my fall cleanup. So like I need to do some pruning of the not garden plants. <laughs> But, uh, and I didn't like the way it looked with the grass because I was still having to cut it and, you know, take care of it. And the next year I went, I'm going to get rid of all of it. And that's what I did. I got rid of all the grass. I left, I put down like a heavy black uh, weed guard so that I could start to kill it off. And then I got mulch for the side the kids play on with all their play stuff. And then stone for over here. And that's it. And then I go around occasionally and have to pull a couple weeds out. But it's not a lot. And it's so nice. <laughs> Colton, did you find a bean? <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? Oh, do you have a tomato? Ooh. How about you, Mila? Can you bring me something? It's just, it's our, one of our favorite places to be because, you know, and it's so low maintenance as far as yard work goes. We just come out here and make sure the garden's in good shape, huh? Right, Jackson? We water it every day. We eat about five pounds of tomatoes <laughs> or anything else that's growing, but the tomatoes are definitely the favorite. Jackson, do you want to bring me something? 
Camille got one. That one could be a little bit. So you can grab one of these two guys. This one looks okay. I'll eat it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to get one out of here? Jackson's. You may get one. All right. Well, the other thing I think is so cool about this is that so many kids are disconnected from nature. Right, right. And that, and I've noticed that a lot. Um, Camila, just be careful in there because there's seeds coming Um With doing this, most of the kids that I watch start around four months, four to five months old. So they grow up with this. You know, the springtime comes and they help me, they help me clear out all the garden beds and we get everything going and they get excited because they see all the you know they see the plants growing and they see the whole process so all <laughs> when everything is gone when it gets cold everything dies they're very sad because they know they ask every day where the tomatoes are where's the plants But that's amazing, right? Because most kids don't understand that they're, you just go to the grocery store and... Right. And when they come in when they're older, uh, they have like no interest in coming out to the garden when they've never been a part of it. Mm. They just, they're like, why are we out here? I, I, what do you mean I have to pick a tomato? And uh, you know, I get so many with all the zinnias, I get so many pollinators with the between all the butterflies and the dragonflies and the huge bumblebees. And I was just, I was just seeing that from a distance. Yeah. Oh, it's so, you know, we get so many and I'll show the older kids that come in, you know, for like a drop off care or something. And they just kind of shrug their shoulders and walk away. And I mean, some of the, some of the things, they're just huge. The bumblebees are like two inches long <laughs> and they're so fuzzy. And, oh my gosh. Look at oh, that. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. So how do you think the, do you, do you notice them coming outside? Does it change their, like, do they feel better or do oh, you? Yeah. I mean, and we spend as much time outside as we can. Oh guys, let's not pick those. No, thanks. You can keep that one, Jason. You already picked it. <laughs> I know. All the flowers. We keep all of, all of our friends and help the garden grow. <laughs> um, but, oh, yes. I mean, on days when we cannot be outside, it's so difficult. Mm. And, I mean, I try really hard. No, Colton, let's not pull it. I try really hard. And I always tell people, you know, at least 15 minutes a day. Unless, of course, it's, you know, five degrees. Because <laughs> then it's a bummer. They just stand at the door. They will stand at the back door and look outside. And look at me. Outside? Outside? Okay, let's find out. Yeah, let's get down now, please. Oh, wow, even more. Oh, okay. Jackson, I let's put them in that bucket. Grab that little green bucket. How about that? There we go. Okay, that's, wow, great. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Stacy, what, what would be your advice for... Um, you know, maybe a single mom that doesn't have a house yet or is, <laughs> yeah, that one just missed the bucket, but the other one got it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what would your advice be for, for let's say like a, a, <laughs> 
Should we move to another area? Um, <laughs> okay, that's good. Thank you. Okay, can I? Okay, you're done now. Thank you. Okay, great. We're all done. Okay. Okay, advice for, uh, let's say, a newly divorced mom that's like wondering, like, am I ever going to have my own house again? Like, what's, you know, what's going to happen? Absolutely, you can. I mean, it's, you know, the house, honestly, the house part I felt was the easier part, you know, as opposed to everything else that I've done. And I do it all myself. I've never asked for help on any of it. You know, I get rid of all the grass, I spilled the stuff, I, I took every, all the grass out of the front yard. The backyard, you know, I made the giant play place for the kids. And, um, but it can be done. You just have to give a little bit of time and a little bit of effort. And it's not even a financial standpoint. It's just, you know, having the right mindset, I think, and knowing and telling yourself that you can do it. Yeah. That's really all it is. And, I mean, to, to be able to grow your own stuff and to have your own, you know, your own salad in the backyard and you know it's so fantastic and i i can stuff i've been canning and freezing you know and the winter comes and i have fresh veggies all year long which is fantastic and i have pasta sauce and soups and all that good stuff and it's just so nice it's so every day i mean we eat out of the garden every single day so but yeah it's all just the right mindset i think have to say I can do this you know it's hard you get in this you can get into a funk right after you're divorced and like I'm never gonna you know accomplish this I'm never gonna be able to make it happen and just, you know you gotta listen to that tiny voice on the other side going yes, you, can. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let that voice get louder and louder so that it takes over the negative and you just know that you know you can get through it so did you have expertise doing all this before you Okay. No, I just so you just, I just <laughs> perfect. Yeah, okay. It was, you know, okay. I know if I put the heavy black plastic, you know, weed guard down, oh, it's gonna help kill the grass. Who's that, Jackson? Who's here? <laughs> um, awesome. Okay. So you just figured it out as you yeah. went. Yeah. yeah. That's that's all. Okay. Way to do it. Yeah, I didn't. Great. And I have some gardening pages that I follow. You know, so but back then, actually, no, ten years ago, they weren't. I didn't have <laughs> you just learned as you went. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's great. All right. Okay, well, thanks, Stacy. Thank Do you want so to just much. hold it and yeah. turn it back around? Absolutely. Let's All right, see. so thanks, everybody. That's our first edition of Climate Action Home. So stay tuned. And what we're trying to do is show that by owning, investing, buying, selling, living in your homes, that you can make a positive environmental impact. So we're going to keep bringing you stories like Stacy Gustafson here in Erie um, of how she converted her yard and how it really works to, to make a home for the bees and have this beautiful spot for the kids. So I'm Joan Gregerson. I'm a real estate agent with your castle and I'd love to help you make a positive environmental impact. Thanks, Stacy. Thank thanks you. <laughs> okay. Bye, awesome. everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, Mila, down Mila's like, Bye. 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 <laughs> oh, look at you. Good job, Mila.